Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, good to be back with you guys again today. Uh, we're going to talk today about being dead to sin. I firmly believe that when you come into the kingdom of God, when you get born again, the first um, major battle you face is the battle of separating from who you were to who you are. You know, part of the gospel is what Jesus did for us. Another part of the gospel is who we become because of it. It's what God did and now um, what that's purchased for us. Because of what Jesus did, we're a new creature in Christ Jesus, right? Old things are passed away. So that's why when you hear doctrines, you can tell when doctrines are bogus because they'll usually challenge your identity. Oh, we're all just sinners saved by grace. No, you've misunderstood the whole thing. Jesus didn't die so that we could be sinners, but somehow make it to heaven. Jesus died so that we could become a new creature. Bible says, purified unto good works. So we're going to talk about being dead to sin. I believe this is the first, um, uh, the first place uh, where people need to get victory. And for many people, I've seen it where people end up backslidden, you know, in their 30s, 40s, because they never got victory over sin in their personal life. I believe you won't walk in victory over uh, uh, dominion over sickness, dominion over um, in different areas spiritually until you gain the ascendancy here. So uh, if you have your Bible, if you're not driving and you want to follow along with me, I'm going to read from Romans chapter 6. I'm going to start at verse 1 and it says, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? So there we have the first part where he starts talking about our identity. What does he say? We who died to sin. When did I die to sin? When did this take place? And he's going to tell us. He says, we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. He's saying that there's a purpose to being born again, and it's to walk in newness of life. That's why water baptism is so important, because it's, it's, um, it's an outward decision to make a stand to say, first of all, this is the day where my old self went under the water. It shows that you cooperated and you took part in the death of Christ. For many people, they get born again and uh, they don't make water baptism a priority. They just think it's a ritual or whatever. But it's a priority because it puts the old man under and then you come up as the new man. It was commanded by our Savior. Anything Jesus told you to do, you should do. Um, but So I'm going to read from uh, here, verse 5. So Romans 6, 5, and it says, For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Man, that's so awesome. For me, the more I read Romans, the more I see sin less as, uh, you know, there's when there's, um, when you read in the book of Romans, there's two words that it deals with. It deals with sin and it deals with sins. And it's important to distinguish the, distinguish the difference. When he talks about sins, he's talking about the actions we've done wrong. The blood of Jesus came, came to wash away our sins. But when he talks about sin, he's not talking about individual actions. He's talking about the nature of sin, the force of sin, the, the nature of sin. I, I, uh, it's, it's the thing that's living on the inside of the unregenerated person that's causing them to commit sins. 
the sin nature makes makes for sins. Man doesn't have sins. Uh, man isn't a sinner because he has sins. He is a sinner. He has sins because of who he who is what his nature is, which is the nature of sin. So he says, he says here. Uh, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin, talking about that sin nature. And again, he's, 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 he's speaking to our identity. You've been buried with him in baptism. You've been raised to new life with him. You've been crucified with him. When you truly see yourself as the same thing that Jesus went through, sure, we didn't go through the same pain, but the same spiritually, the same thing that he went through, death to sin, uh, this whole thing, he's using analogies of, of uh, you know, when you're alive to someone talking about marriage as an analogy, when, when a, a man and a woman are married, if, if she starts living with another man, she's considered an adulteress. But if he dies and she marries another, she's not an adulteress. So you were dead. So you were alive to sin, but now you've died to sin. So you're no longer married to the law. And he uses these analogies, but it's to identify us in what Christ did. I think one of the issues people run into is they they get born again, but they don't really get a grasp on what happened to them at Calvary, that when Jesus died, they died with him. When Jesus was raised to new life, they were raised to new life. They're a new creature. They they uh, They let their fleshly thinking dictate to them. And we're going to talk about more of that as we wrap up, wrap up this podcast here. Um, but they allow their old identity to dictate who we, who they were. You know, when I was a teenager, I went through a time in my life where I was dealing with repetitive sin, when I was dealing with uh, struggling with sin in my life and doing the same things over and over and not able to overcome them. Uh, I was like the Apostle Paul where he says in, in Romans chapter 7, he's like, I, I'm doing the things that I don't want to do. In my head, I agree that the law of God is good and the commandment is good but I can't help but doing these things. I find myself doing them again and again. It's not me that's doing them. It's sin living on the inside of me that's doing them, right? And that described my situation perfectly, right? As a uh, 12, 13, 14, 15 year old, doing these things that I don't want to do. But it's when the realization came and it was through a ministry of, uh, of Creflo Dollar preaching on the righteousness of God in Christ where I understood that it wasn't that, that Donnie McClurkin song, We fall down, but we get up, for a saint is just a sinner who fell down. That's not the reality. As, as soulful as that song is, the doctrine is wrong. Man, I feel like there should be a, a Christian song review. Someone could make good money just reviewing songs doctrinally and poking fun at all these Christian songs. Even when the healing doesn't come, I'm still going to praise you. What garbage, you faithless generation. I can see Jesus anyway. But um, uh, the identity becomes the primary thing. When you understand that by your new birth, you're no longer a sinner. The, The devil wants you to expect to have the same thing, the same struggles you did as an unbeliever, now as a believer, just with, with more sorrow because you don't want to do them. When you, were, when you were an unbeliever, you were cool with just, oh, you know, it's whatever. But when you got born again, 
But there's, but there's something that happens when you begin to identify, I am, and you say it with your mouth, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm pure and holy. I'm righteous. You may have done something yesterday that you're not proud of, but I'm pure and holy. I'm righteous. It's who I am. That's what faith is. Faith has a voice. It may look different, but you begin to speak. I'm pure and holy. I'm righteous. I'm a child of God. I'm valuable. I've been bought with a price. I'm going to keep reading here. Romans 6. Um, verse 7, for one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. Say that with me. Say death no longer has dominion over me. For the death he died, you don't have to keep repeating. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. I love in the Amplified, it says he lives with un, the life we now live, we live with unbroken fellowship with the Father. Hallelujah. That's what the blood of Jesus has done for us. That's what the cross has done for us, has allowed us to walk with in unbroken fellowship with the Father, not coming to him uh, full of shame, coming to him boldly, boldly to the throne of grace to receive help. Unbroken fellowship. But Ryan, you don't understand what I've been doing, what I've been in the middle of. Well, repent, put, get yourself accountable to somebody, and then understand who you are. You need to begin to fill your heart with the fact that you're a loved son of God, son or daughter of God, that you're, that you're full of the life of God, that you've been bought with the price, that when God looks at you, he sees the blood of Jesus, not your past mistakes. You aren't who you were. This is what happens. People want to believe God for things, and so they want to activate their faith, but their past haunts them, and the devil disqualifies them. People won't even be- try to believe the Lord for things because they think, well, you know, I've got too much sin in my life. Once I've dealt with this sin, you have to see yourself as someone that's loved by God, as someone that's holy, as someone that's righteous. It's, it's the battlefield is in the mind. We'll talk more about that here in a second. Um, Verse 10, for the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Man, verse 11 is such a key. And, and, and you see where the victory comes. And he says, you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God. For too many people, their mindset is, you know, we all sin every day. And that's not what the Bible says. That's for sinners. Sinners sin every day. Righteous people don't sin every day. But it says, but you must consider yourselves dead to sin. You may need to put that up on your wall somewhere. I'm dead to sin. I'm I'm alive to God. Until it becomes revelation that a sinner is not who you are. You're not trying to say something just in confidence. It's actually the reality of what Christ died. When you got born again, you entered into a new life. Your, your mind may just be tra- playing tricks on you. Don't trust your mind. Trust the Word of God. Trust the Word of God and say the Word of God until your mind believes it. Your mind has to be renewed. That's what happens. When salvation comes, you get a new spirit, but your mind still needs to be removed, uh, renewed. So you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Verse 12, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Man, verse 12, that first word, let, that, that's a permissive word. That's an allow. Don't allow sin to reign. 
what's this saying? This is saying that by salvation, the big difference between you and an unborn again person is you have the power to resist sin. You know, sinners don't. Maybe they can resist individual sins, but they will always be the man of sin. Uh, maybe be able to re- resist certain individual sins, but there'll always be a force of sin in their life that'll lead them back to sinful things. Whereas a child of God, you can decide, you can, by the Holy Ghost, the Bible says in Romans 8, put to death the deeds of the flesh. By the Spirit of God, put to death the deeds of the flesh. That's, that makes it that you don't have to let sin reign in your body. You don't have to be obedient to its passions. People think, man, I've just dealt with this same addiction, the same sin for so long. But when you became born again, the, the power of God on the inside of you, the greater one, that's what Christianity is. It's Jesus coming on the inside of you. And, and, and that's why you can always say the greater one lives on the inside of me. I can do all things through Christ Jesus. Christianity isn't you trying to obey a certain set of rules. It's the power of God within you, helping you do what's pleasing to God, actually willing you to do what's pleasing to God, where you love obeying God. You love living sin free. You love walking in the commandment of God. Verse 13, do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law, but under grace. What a key verse, Romans 6, 14. Sin shall no longer have dominion over you because you're not under the law, but you're under grace. The power of sin was in the law and you died to the law when you were crucified with Christ. This is the identity, new creature, risen, risen to new life. And because of it, you're under grace. You're not going to have, sin will not have dominion over you. Verse 15, what then? Are we to sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? And here we have a warning from from uh, uh, from the Apostle Paul reminding us, listen, if, you could, if you're born again and you continue in sin, you enslave yourself again to sin. And this is where you have to have a heart-to-heart with the Lord. You have to come before the Lord and repent and say, Lord, purify me by your fire. And, and you know, the Lord will actually, the Holy Ghost will actually lead you away from sin. He will show you practical things to do. For me as a youngster, it was simple things like, hey, my mom said nothing good happens after 10 p.m. And she was right. Most, most times people are getting into nonsense. It's towards, especially like sexual sin, it's towards the end of the day. So you just make changes to your schedule and some of those issues go away accountability. The Holy Ghost will give you someone that you can be accountable to. And so you can get it. Sin loves to deal in secret. It's when you bring it to the light. The devil wants to fight you alone in secret, in the dark. He doesn't want to fight in the light with you and someone that you're accountable to, where you're going at, hey, believe God with me. Every day I'm going to be accountable to you to, 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 so that I can uh, get, so I can beat this sin, so I can get past it. So it says in verse 16, Verse 17, but thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed. And having been set free from sin, you have become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness, leading 
to sanctification. Now I'm going to skip over just so you can see it. Um, verse uh, chapter 8, and it says here, uh, verse 6, verse 5, um, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on flesh is hostile to God, for it is not to submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. I'm going to end with this. The, the battle comes in your mind. When you choose to put the word of God into your mind, when thoughts come to replace it, oh, you're just a sinner. Oh, you'll never beat this sin. No, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. No, the, the, the power of God is within me. No, I'm righteous. I'm full of the life of God. I'm holy. I'm obedient. Man, if anyone's obedient, it's me. I'm obedient to the things of God. And you choose to put your put the things of the Bible in front of you. You choose to put the things of the Spirit, to not be carnally minded. That's where the battle comes. If you continue to believe that you were who you were before the gospel came, you'll never change. You're not a sinner. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. Let God set your identity. You are dead to sin and alive to God. I bless you today. Today, This week's going to be the best week that you've ever had. In the name of Jesus, I speak breakthrough, open doors, and victory over sin and victory in every area. In Jesus' name, we'll see you soon.